Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hello, welcome back everyone to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we are going to summarize and end our series on Who Moved My Cheese, um, a mindfulness look at this book, and it was written by Spencer Johnson, MD. Uh, again, this is a very popular leadership book, but we are looking at it, Zachariah and I, um, Zachariah is my reader, and He's going to read a few snippets of it, and then we'll discuss the mindful part of um, Who Moved My Cheese. Before we get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And thank you my, to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you go. So, we have a lot to cover, a lot to summarize, so let's get started. Okay, Zachariah, go ahead and begin, please, reading. Thank you. If you do not change, you can become extinct. Okay, well, that's a great way to get us off on our review and to remember that change is constant. We're in a changing environment. Everything changes. And so as a reminder that um, as our environment and as we change, uh, whether we want to change or if we can adapt to change, things will, will change. That's a lot of changing. So let's look and see what the friends him and Haw did. Then Haw stuck his head out and peered anxiously into the maze. He thought about how he'd gotten himself into this cheeseless situation. He had believed that there may not be any cheese in the maze or he may not find it such fearful beliefs were immobilizing and killing them Ha smiled he knew him was wandering who moved my cheese but Ha was wandering wandering why didn't I get up and move with the cheese sooner? As he stared, as he started out into the maze, Hawk looked back to where he had come from and felt its comfort. He could feel himself being drawn back into familiar territory even 
though he hadn't found cheese there for some time. Thank you, Zechariah. You know, one thing that the little character Haw did, and we're going to see this even more, is that he was brave enough to look out into the maze. It took a lot of energy to take where you're at right now or where he was at right right then and look out. And that part I would consider is the awareness part. And as he was taking in um, his situation, he was becoming aware that this, this situation, his goals were not being met. But he knew, he reflected the, the result of not moving, of not changing, of not adapting. And so his fears, and I think, I think Dr. Johnson expressed it very great in, in his book, his fears were immobilizing. You know, it's like, I don't know, I, I don't like where I'm at right now, but I'm too afraid to move because there's, there's some uncertainty. And as this the little character is is reflecting how did he get into the situation where it's cheeseless the, the the cheese represented the goal yet it kept him his fears it kept him in the same situation where he did not want to be so the mindfulness part of the situation is to be aware of it and to realize and accept, okay, I'm here and this is how I'm feeling about my, my situation where I'm at and I'm not satisfied and I am afraid and, and I'm, in, I'm immobilized. I haven't made any changes. You know, it's not to blame anyone. It's not to go back in the past and and relive the past. It's being aware of what is going on right now. Okay, Zechariah, take us to the next level. What goes on next? Pa became more anxious and wondered if he really wanted to go out into the maze. He wrote a saying on the wall ahead of him and stared at it for some time. What would you do if you weren't afraid? I think that's a good question. I invite our listeners to reflect. What would you do if you were not afraid. I also invite you to write your answer down or jot it down, text it to yourself, 
What is, what is your cheese? What is something that is a very important goal for you? That maybe it was abundant, but now it seems, it seems like it's, it's not there. Has it been moved? Maybe as we reflect on some of these things, our bodies' responses um, react as if, you know, the, the, the lack of, of reaching the goal, you know, is new. So, you know, as the character Hall, he becomes anxious and he begins to, to kind of second guess and realize that deep down he did want to go into the maze and the more he thought about it his body responded to it and so writing writing that 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 phrase what would you do if you weren't afraid it it kind of it helped him face the experience, his body's reaction at that time, he realized he was afraid. And so he reflected to himself, well, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? And he took time and he thought about it. And I, and I think from a mindfulness perspective, this is the part of the meditation. It's interesting. Take us to the next, the next part, Zachariah. Thanks. You're doing a great job reading. He thought about it. He knew sometimes some fear can be good. When you are afraid things are going to get worse, if you don't do something, it can prompt you into action. But it is not good when you are so afraid that it keeps you from doing anything. Thank you again, Zachariah. You know, it's the safety net. It's the comfort zone. The thing about safety nets, I think we tend to sometimes become entangled in the net. And it's more difficult for us to move out of the net. And as we are motivated through that fear, that healthy response to fear that it's time to move. We recognize that the fear that's, that's being talked about right now is the body's response to move for survival. And yet our sense of comfort is really the damaging response because it prevents us from moving. When we get to the point and we say to ourselves, I can't stay here anymore. For better, for worse, for good or bad, I have got to move. At that point, that point, the, the fear is, is moving, moving you to some 
someplace away from the the point of immobility. Okay, what happens next, Zechariah? He looked to his right to the part of the maze where he had never been and felt the fear. Then he took a deep breath and turned right into the maze and jogged slowly into the unknown and into the unknown. As he tried to find his way, Ha looked I mean Ha worried at first that he might have waited too long in cheese station C. <clears throat> he hadn't any cheese for so long that he was now weak. It took him longer and it was more painful than usually to get through the maze. Oh, this is the exciting part. The part of traveling into the unknown. And I think taking that breath right before he stepped out into the maze was such a mindful uh, action. I can just see it. I mean, for example, let, let me, let's use another example. I remember, you know, teaching my daughter to drive and she had to uh, do a certain amount of hours of city driving and highway driving and parking and things like that and um, you may have experienced teaching your children or uh, child how to drive and I remembered thinking to myself okay I've got to let her get on this highway or I have to go down into the city I've got to let her experience this and I have to admit, I was a bit anxious. And if I didn't face my, my anxiety and take a deep breath, it would have held her back. And worse yet, she would have sensed that my anxiety holding her back would have kind of taught her a behavior that you know, if you're trying something new, you're trying to learn something new, get anxious and don't do it. And that is not the lesson that I wanted her or anyone to ever um, pull away from. And so that's the parallel that I see right now um, in this, in the book, Who Moved My Cheese, is, you know, when we're faced with doing something that's new on uncharted territory, if, if we don't move, we won't move, and if we won't move, we can't learn. And if we don't learn, we become extinct because the change continues to occur. And it doesn't mean to deny the anxious. It doesn't mean to deny the fear. It means to face the fear and talk to the fear and write down notes and motivating notes 
and thoughts of meditation and mindful breaths and taking it slow and realizing I'm going to be brave. I'm going to take the first step. Okay, Zachariah, here's the last section. Thank you so much for being a great reader. We're ready now. He decided that if he ever got the chance again, he would get out of his comfort zone and adapt to change sooner. It would make things easier. What a great statement. When we are trying to move on, and, you know, we haven't been doing something for a while and it's taken us a while, we move slowly, but we don't give up. We move through the discomfort and we realize we may be a little bit slow at this. It may take us a little time. We're going to move forward and we make a statement that if we have to do this changing, we're going to get out of this comfort zone and move forward sooner. It's almost like the comfort zone is an immobilizing zone. So it's almost like changing our perception of really what comfort is. Comfort is safety and it's security. But it shouldn't be immobilizing because we can take the safety and the comfort. That, that has to move with us because it has to be within us. We should make our environment, the environment shouldn't make us. And so when things are in turmoil and crisis, you know, being aware of the crisis, being aware of the turmoil, is step one. And then reflecting and recognizing this is not the way I want it to be. That awareness and coming up with a goal and moving forward, taking a breath, stepping forward. And know that where we go, we can make a new environment, a better environment. We can use our past experience and build on a new, a new world, a new environment, a new situation that is better than the old one. So we have to not allow our comfort zones to stop us from reaching new goals and new heights. Thank you so much for joining me in our sessions, our three sessions of looking at who moved my cheese in a mindful uh, perspective. I hope uh, you got something out of it. And, you know, the, the book is a short book. We didn't read all of it. Um, I invite you to go ahead and get the book and um, reflect on it. And it's not only a great leadership book I think in my humble uh, opinion it's a great mindfulness book when we read it from a mindfulness perspective thank you again and I look forward to talking to you again next time
Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com. 